Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. 50 million voices mumbling from the street. Talking about the haters and who they will retreat. Now folks are talking hard, hey, checking out the jobs. Despite the hate and lying leaders, we are still alive. I, Let me talk. One warrior of compassion reflections. Available every Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Not warrior reflection, where we reflect reality back. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Warrior of Compassion Reflections. During this part of our training program, we actually go through a training. We read from the book on being love warrior, becoming the compassionate warrior within and if you do follow this schedule listen to the programs and do the meditation and the practices at the end you will find that your life will improve because you will become the powerful person that resides within beneath all of the confusion all of the fear and the need to protect yourself. So we're going to open, as usual, with a poem from the book, Love Poems to the Beloved and You by Om Prakash Gilmore, to move to the beat. This is not the time or place to spill out pearls of great mystery or songs of myths and stories the coddle hopes and dreams of a race caught in the thrones of time and space. This is not the time to look into the beloved's eyes to see the reflection of yourself, decked in gold and diamonds, rubies and sapphires. The beloved is asking you to dance, to move to the beat of two hearts intertwined as one and nestled between time and space, your wants, desires, and needs. Drop all of the finery you have acquired in this world, for they are nothing but rags compared to the beauty of your naked soul as you stand before the beloved and dance. Let the beauty of your spirit shine like a morning star as the motion and movement of your shimmering hips, glowing arms, and scintillating charm help you remember as you like all the awakened souls before you dance new worlds into being.
Hello, we are at the Warrior of Compassion Reflection Training number 11, where we enter into the real essence of the Warrior of Compassion Guild, W-O-C-G, which is not a physical place or not an organized group of people to do things, but a movement that exists through time and space in order to keep the world healthy and happy and free most of all. So we begin with crossing the Jordan. You have now crossed the Jordan and are entering into the land of promise. I hope that you haven't decided to drop out and decided on 40 years of wandering in the desert of false teachings, false prophets, and old ideas that you have been repeating listening to and doing and doing for years and years and haven't worked at all. Please join us if this is your first time listening as we read from Study 11. You may be tired. You may want to give up. You may want to leave these lessons behind. If you have been reading them and doing them, however, you are probably experiencing great changes in your life due to them. They are subtle. So you may not recognize that the changes are coming from these lessons. You are becoming fully human and divine. You are waking up and nothing can put you back to sleep. Join us for this class and let's keep pushing until we create the W-O-C-G Warrior of Compassion Guild that will last not only through this lifetime but through eternity by the impact will have. If you have just started listening to these lessons, I suggest you go all the way back to lesson number one. Begin at the beginning. Follow the instructions. You won't miss anything because we have all of the lessons archived. So we begin with the reading. The title into the promised land. Introduction. You have entered into the promised land. You may ask, what promised land have I entered into? I'm still at home. I'm still suffering through all of the same problems and the same worries that I have always suffered. I still have the same fears. Where is the promised land? promised land is in the same place where it has always been. It is within you. Entering into the promised land is more of a covenant than anything else. It is the agreement to live with oneself as you are no matter what the consequences. Entering into the promised land is like a good marriage between the mind, the body, and spirit where you promise to love, honor, and obey until you depart from this earth. You promise to love, honor, and obey your likes, your dislikes, your disposition, your beauty, and also your ugliness. You promise to love your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self no matter what form it takes and to live with that form, honoring it till you die. This seems quite easy, but it is very 
difficult in a world that tells us what is beautiful, what is ugly, what is good, and what is bad, and what is right, and what is wrong. The world gives us an identity and says that the identity it has created is good, and if you want to be good, if you want to be decent, conform to our image, you will then be rewarded. There are, however, greater rewards that come from being a whole individual. A whole individual is an enlightened individual. An enlightened individual realizes that there is more to life than food and drink. He or she realizes that most of the joy in life comes from fulfillment. Fulfillment comes from being allowed to create new beautiful things along with other people. Fulfillment comes from the cultivation of oneself within a community of people who will accept you and care enough about you to argue with you sometimes. Comes from people who will laugh, cry, shout, and rejoice with you. Fulfillment comes when we can see an untainted reflection of ourselves in our community and in the eyes of our loved ones. Material gains does not give you this. This is what is obtained in the promised land. There was a Star Trek movie called The Undiscovered Country. The Undiscovered Country was supposed to be a land of peace. As you enter into the promised land, you also enter into the undiscovered country. You come into a land of peace. It is a land of peace with the creator, peace with the creation peace with the self. By now you have probably realized that entering into the promised land is only a change of perception. The beloved community, the ruling of love, is among us and within us. These are the lesson plans that you, as a teacher, will be teaching. It is not from the exterior that most understanding comes. It is from the interior when you can tap into yourself and the clear knowledge that resides within the interior self, you have the lesson plan. You begin to teach by acting. You teach from a place of being instead of a place of doing. A tree grows because it is in the nature of that tree to grow. A teacher teaches because it is in the nature of the teacher to teach. Through his or her teaching, he or she recreates the world and enters into his or her own place as creator of this world. This is the secret, the great secret that the great mystery has taught us and planted in our hearts in the sweetness of silence. And we are surrounded by the beauty of the earth and sky. If we will listen hard enough, we can hear it. We can hear a small, still voice. Sometimes we can't hear anything. We'll just feel a great understanding within exploding like an opening rose petal into a beautiful flower telling us what we dare not hear or repeat. You are the world. In us, we carry all the joys and all of the sorrows. 
We carry all of the hopes of this world. We also carry the delights and the beauty. We carry the sunshine and the changing seasons. We, the I within ourselves, the ego, is the world. We are, therefore, the world. But we can be greater than only the world. We are greater than I. We are not only the world that is created by human beings. This world encompasses many of the joys and sorrows we explore daily. We are also the earth, realizing herself. We are the cosmos thinking and reflecting on its own creating and way of being. We are all of those things and many more. The fearful do not want us to see this. The angry do not. Those who want to raise us like domesticated animals who stand around or frolic, only to be cut down and consumed at any moment, do not want us to know this. Many of us are fearful. Fear is in the air. I think that it is because we, as human beings, on a subconscious level, are beginning to realize that we are the domesticated animals and that the slaughter or the unorthodox farming practice of the poultry industry is about to be applied to us. For those who understand, however, comes the greater understanding that the death of the body does not mean the death of the spirit or soul. We are part of it all. We are part of the process called life. In it is where we enjoy and sorrow, life and death, laughter and tears. When we leave these bodies, we return to where we were before we were born. We become who and what we were then, except we are more mature through the experiences that we have lived on this earth. We have been refined. We have been polished by the trials and tribulations of life like a mirror so that we may better reflect the image of the one who creates. I would say more, but you may not be able or willing to hear it at this time. Rejoice, great teacher. You have entered into the promised land. If you can reach back and help others to do the inner work, so that they, too, can break free of the world of illusion and fear and enter into the reality that is just beyond the creation of dominatory humanity. You will be a sower of seeds of life. Thank you. 
And now we move to our FYC. A piece written basically for your consideration. This is not something that you have to take as the truth or as the gospel. You can take what you find useful, leave what you find not useful, but we only request that you consider these things greatly and that you research anything that you find difficult to believe before rejecting it, for it is the truth that sets us free. And usually the truth comes to us in small packets that are very difficult or unpleasant to swallow. And so we enter into the FYC of today, exploring the science and non-actions. Sometimes when there is nothing but science, life can be frightening. What happens to our lives when everything suddenly becomes dim? What happens when we have worked to achieve some goal, we have worked toward attaining some end, only to find that we are in a place where nothing is happening? We have done all of the homework. We have planned diligently. We have done everything by the book. But nothing is happening. Nothing is happening and we find ourselves stuck between what we have been, the state that we are in, and what we will be when our hopes and dreams are fulfilled. I think that we have all found ourselves in such places at one time or the other. We have found ourselves alone for some reason. This can be physically alone. When we move to new places and when we make new friends, it can be a great difficulty because it can take a lot of time in this damn age. The alone that I am talking about, though, is the alone that often takes place even in the middle of a crowd. I'm talking about when we have that disconnected feeling, feeling of separation from everything. What do we do then? What do we do when we become anxious? What can we do when we can wait no longer? What can we do when we are afraid that we will fail? We don't even know that the fear is there underneath all of the anxiety. We have several choices. There's two extremes I will mention. One is that we can do all kinds of busy work. And we can find all the busy work that we can find. We can schedule our time so full of events that we don't have the time or capacity to feel. 
Another thing that we can do is stop, be still, and let what we have or what has been set into motion through all of our past efforts come to fruition. For sometimes the right thing to do is nothing. In her book called Healing the Hungry Heart, Janine Roth wrote about an experience she had when she forced herself to be alone and do nothing. She writes, It seemed as though the shape of the hungry space receded where I stuck out and stuck out where I receded so that when I slipped into it, we fit and like puzzle pieces that when assembled create an image, a visual unity that makes you forget about the individual parts. When I slip into the gray space, it and I, we become a third thing, a felt unity. We became me, being me, not me being afraid or me being hungry, but me being what makes me me. In the crevices between unscheduled moments, the moments I am most fearful of, the background noise is dim to such a low level that I can unfold myself if I dare. I become authentic. Concerning a paper crane that she had created, she said, I looked again at the bird and decided to unfold it. First the beak, then the head. After that, the body unfolding back and onto itself more and more till I got to the wings. And when I unfolded them, first one and then the other, I saw that the space between the wings, like the space between breaths, contained the secret of how to fly. What do we do when we find ourselves in those quiet spaces? We have been born and raised in a culture where we are always supposed to be building. What do we do? What do we do when we are in a culture that teaches us that we must learn to control nature, to control animals, to control others, to control ourselves, because we cannot trust any of these things to be able to run itself efficiently. The natural thing for us to do in moments where we are alone with nothing to do would be to fill that time. The way to live, however, is not to fill our time with business just to be busy. It is not to fill ourselves with so much stimulus that we cannot feel or so much stimulus that we cannot hear that small inner voice saying something is wrong with the way things are. The same voice is saying that there is something more. We work to block out that voice, though. It will lead us into the darkness, into a place of uncertainty, so that we can change and grow and become what we, I think, are born to be, mature, caring, loving adults. 
this world is to survive. So if we are ever going to have any type of quality of life, it is time for us to begin to listen to our hearts. It is time to really listen to our hearts when we will do this we will find that salvation is not found in much hard work salvation is not found in the ability to avoid every bit of discomfort salvation is not found in having a lot of material possessions or a big intellect it is not found in dumping one's responsibilities and running away from home. It is found in working through one's responsibilities. It is found in working through all of the horrors. It is found in fighting the good fight with fortitude, courage, and a sense of all, a sense of respect for life and all that may befall us. For the word salvation comes from the word salvis, which simply means to make whole. We become whole when we can live a loving life in the midst of the storm, as well as in the midst of paradise, when we can live it. We live as our stated beliefs tell us we should. When we can say from our hearts, no matter what the circumstances, prayer of Howard Thurman, in the quietness of his place, surrounded by the all-pervading presence of the holy, my heart whispers, keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve that in good time or in tempest, I will not forget that to which my life is committed. Keep fresh before me the moment of my high resolve. And we might add, let me live with integrity. Let me live a life that I will be proud of on that day of departure. Let me know when to be still. The most important thing in life, I think, is knowing when to be still and knowing when to move. As King Solomon wrote to everything, there is a season and purpose unto the heavens. There's a time to live and a time to die, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to gather, and a time to spread. According to King Solomon, knowing these times and understanding their importance makes a human being wise and learned. We find ourselves in places often where there is a feeling that we need to move forward right now. At the same time, there is a sense of stillness in the air. It seems that things cannot happen as fast or as smooth as we would like, even with all of the talk of moving onward and upward and all of the talk of human progress. Many of us who are thinking human beings often find ourselves at a place of rest between events, sometimes in these places of stillness, nervousness, and fear sometimes arise. We are, however, in the place for which our lives have prepared us. We have done many things. 
We have worked hard to prepare ourselves to be strong mentally, physically, and spiritually. We feel that we should be doing something. We should be working. Some people are doing that. What is as important for us right now, though, is to embrace the stillness. It is important to embrace the fear and discomfort, knowing that it is the energy necessary to bring about change and transformation. It is important to be still enough to hear that small, gentle voice as we ask ourselves where we want to go. It is important for us to look deeply into ourselves and to think about what it means to open opportunity for others to learn new ways of thinking and being in a world that often expresses thought processes of humanity. We can ask ourselves what it means to have a dream of peace and inclusion for so long and then and then to corporately work to this dream for this dream to make it become a reality. For working together is the only way that we can make the world of peace become real. As we give of ourselves, we create opportunities for others. We open doors for many. It is through giving that growth is made possible. I don't need to tell anyone this, however, because all of this information is in our heads and in our hearts. We can find them there when we are willing to be still and to embrace what our hearts tell us. We are willing to embrace the emptiness and the fear, knowing that something better awaits us at the other end of our journey through the underworld. We will be willing and empowered to go forward when we cry, You hold me. When the night is cold and cruel, you hold me. When I feel like giving in, you prove once again. Till the end, that in your arms you hold me. For it is love, by whatever name that we choose that surrounds us. It is love that unfolds us and in the field of love, love of self, true love of self, and love of others, we build true community. Sometimes it is worth going into the darkness, going into the stillness and uncertainty to notice the brightness and glamour of the jewels that we already have at the center of our being. It is important to bring those jewels out of the darkness and out of the fear so that all the world may see and may realize that there is faith, there is hope, there is love in the center of each person, in the center of any community that provides place for it. Now it is the time to lift up that love, to participate in that love, and to allow that agape love, the unconditional respect that we have for all beings to grow do this by purposefully entering into times of non-activity with all of our relatives. Through this process, the acceptance of and listening to the still voice, perhaps one day all of us will realize that the jewel at the center of our being is not only a special part of us. It is not only something that has been given to us. It is not even only a part of the goddess, God, or the divine. Through the process of listening and hearing, we will discover that we and the jewel are one. You are the world. You are the living universe. For what you do is what you are. God is not a proper noun. God is a verb. 
the word Yahweh means the creative energy or the one who creates. It is also a verb of being, thus comes to say, I am, as we do the things above, as we create life, we enter into God, we become that which creates. We become one with the divine during our moments of being life and you. Think on these things and consider them in those quiet moments. February 15th of next year, we're going to go in another direction at John Gilmore's Next Step Coaching and Body Work. We're going to move away from doing body work and focus more on our life coaching sessions. Some of them will have body work involved, the deluxe face-to-face ones. The others will be done over Skype or by phone, but you will get the same quality of conversation and very good results from doing it that way. And so we hope you will abide with us and consider life coaching with all of us. And if you have a group on that has expired, we suggest that you use the value of that group on in order to get a discount on our introductory life coaching sessions. Thank you for patronizing us. Thank you for being with us at this radio show, and thank you for helping us to make this enlightening radio show possible for each and every one who has the opportunity to hear it. And now, back to the show.
Too often we find ourselves staying indoors or just running from the house to the car and from the car to some other building, trying to spend some time outside for the next 21 days. Try to spend 15 minutes doing a standing meditation if possible. During the standing meditation, stand with your feet and shoulders, feet shoulder width apart and your arms hanging at your side. Focus on some distant point or close your eyes. Relax. Breathe deeply as you allow yourself to feel the earth beneath your feet and the wind and the expanse of the sky. Do not try to block out sounds. Take them in. Allow a part of yourself to simply observe Observe the tension in your body. Observe the way you are standing. Observe whatever aches and the pains that you are having, whatever thoughts arise. Do this for 15 minutes a day. If you find any patterns in your thoughts, especially negative patterns, do Tom Lin in order to deal with them. You should now be able to use Tom Lin as a tool for the cleansing of the self. Try to do Tong Lin in other areas of your life, in uncomfortable situations or in places of conflict when you feel as though you are angry enough to explode, do Tong Lin. You will be surprised the power that it will give you. You will be able to keep a cool head and turn the whole situation around, and you will leave the encounter energized instead of depleted. These tools are things to use in real-life situations for the warrior. Remember, the greatest thing that will teach others are your actions and your way of being. Be the great teacher that resides within. Continue to do the Tai Chi and Tang Lin. If possible, I would suggest you find a Reiki master teacher in your area. In a two-day workshop, you can attain what is called a Reiki One attunement. This attunement will realign your body to channel the energy of chi or spirit the same way that it used to, or you were socialized not to believe in such things. It is a necessary tool for the warrior. With a Reiki One attunement, you can do energy work, and hands on healing on friends, families, plants, animals, and yourself. It works on all three levels, the healing of the mind, body, and spirit. Reiki energy always goes to the highest good, goes to the root of the problem or illness. One of the best things about Reiki is that you can use it on yourself, heal yourself. A Reiki master teacher can tell you more about Reiki. You have now entered the promised land. Be a warrior of compassion. In this angry, fearful world, where there are so many people fighting to maintain the darkness, we need warriors who will fight to bring forth peace, justice, and love into the light we walk together. As a teacher, you have moved out of your phase as initiate. You are now a warrior, becoming a warrior. In recognition of your accomplishment, light a candle 
sit before in the darkness. Simply observe it. Say, into the light we walk together. Call upon your deity in thanksgiving for helping you walk this path towards truth and have communion with this universe in your own way. It's always good to be with you during these warrior training. Please continue to listen to our show, Warrior of Compassion Reflections, as we move forward, not only in this lifetime, but through time and space to be the light bearers of the world, each and every day. Namaste, everyone. Fifty million voices mumbling from the street, talking about the haters and who they will mistreat. Now folks are talking hard, hey, checking out the jobs. Despite the hate and line leaders, we are still alive. I, 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 let me talk. 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 Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.